I'm Becca Meyer uh, from Living Enlightened. Oh no, from Living Enlightened podcast and Insightful Connection. Oh dear, I thought you forgot your surname. Then I'm like, oh my god, did you know her surname? I don't know what's going on. (laughs) I don't even know why I put my surname in, Michelle. I have no idea. No idea. Um, Well, you know, it's part of your identity. It's part of your identity. It is, um, it is. And I am Michelle Price, a lightworker from The Lightworker, Michelle Price, a lightworker. <laughs> are you sure? Are you sure? <laughs> yes, I definitely am sure. Uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, Beck and I are here. We're having a little bit of a laugh um, and we're going to have a little bit of a chat about um, the festive season because this episode is going to air on Christmas Eve, Rebecca, which is fabulous. Friday, Christmas Eve, the 24th. Exciting, very exciting. Mm. So today our mission, as always, is to get you to learn something and just give some guidance with a card draw, maybe an affirmation or two. And I do have some cards here, unless you do also. I've got the uh, Ask and It Is Given because I think they're wonderful. uh, Esther and Jerry Hicks. And I did draw from these last time we chatted, but um, there was a little boat in the ocean um, out in the middle of nowhere. And um, yeah, that was the last one we had. I am in the perfect position to get there from here, which I love, um, but I might just draw a card from there today uh, when the time comes, Rebecca. Um, I did want to say, Beck, as well, um, we did get some beautiful feedback from someone and I think you had some feedback. Was it via the email from a lady that was listening? And um, I heard from someone uh, face-to-face, one of my clients, and she was just saying she really enjoys the show, really enjoys listening to you and I. She likes the conversational nature. Um, and she was also saying, and this is something that you and I spoke about, that the show always relates to whatever she's going through. So whenever she's listening, it'll relate to whatever is happening in her life at that time. So she finds it really helpful. Um, and I think the lady that was commenting to you was about the maybe house clearings or something like that. Um, so, yeah, that was really cool. Um, to get that feedback. So we do appreciate, for those of you who are listening, um, the feedback. So you can contact us on Facebook in the comments section um, on Living Enlightened or well, uh, livingenlightened33 at gmail.com if you want to get in touch. Um, we've also got um, today the theme uh, is the meaning of Christmas. So Beck and I decided because it's Christmas Eve that this episode's airing, we do record a little bit ahead of time. But we're sort of going to be chatting today about what we could be focusing on, uh, maybe that we're not, you know, at the moment. Um, so yeah, that's what we're going to be discussing today, Rebecca. About where I'm up to, I was just actually looking. I was just looking up um, to the comments that were sent to our Living Enlightened Thirty Three at Gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. And she was just sort of saying that she's that her house was built in the mid 1960s, um, and she has so much. Um, she's filled it with antique furniture. So she said, "I've got a Please. lot of work ahead of me." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it was it was really wonderful to to see um, her comment and big shout out to Donna Do. and um, just remembering to to protect herself was the message I sent back. And that it was also just that it was an Indigenous land, so um, paying respects to honour the traditional custodians of the land um, and offer, you know, her respect and that she, she is peaceful herself. Um, and um, hopefully she'll send us an email keeping us updated how she yeah. goes with all of that. Yeah, and get to know the names of your local uh, Indigenous mob. So that's really important in your area. Yeah, a lot of people don't know the names and I feel like that's a really important message is get to know their name Uh, because you are doing Welcome to Country or anything like that. It is important to honour them with their actual name. 
as well. So great message and great feedback. Um, so keep listening and share or spread the word as well. Let people know um, about our podcast. So ask any of this given, I've got a card here, Esther and Jerry Hicks, and then we'll get into, I guess, what we've been getting up to for our, oh my gosh, that's a front cover. Rebecca, look at that. It's the same oh picture gosh, as the front you? cover. I thought, gee, that looks similar. What's going on here? So the front of the card is the front of the deck. So these are actually what looks like fireflies. I think the, there's a little person here trying to collect fireflies in a jar. Uh, which I think people used to do back in the day, but you don't really see fireflies around anymore. Um, I have the ability to direct my own thoughts. So that's what's happening on the front of the car with the little fireflies. So you have the option of observing things as they are or of imagining them as you want them to be. How cool is this, Rebecca? How good is this? So we're looking at things as they actually are or imagining them as we want them to be. And whichever option you choose, your thoughts produce a vibration within you that equals your point of attraction. And then circumstances and events line up to match the vibrations that you have offered. This is all about manifesting. I love that. So it's like imagining, and this is like a vision board, really, you know, imagine things as you want them to be. Sometimes when I've got people on my healing table, I say, imagine yourself fully healed. Imagine a beautiful flower above your heart space. What does it look like? You know, so I do a lot of imagining and we can either look at things as they are, and this is very relevant, actually. I might get into what I've been getting up to, Beck, and I'm um, sorry to continue speaking here, but it sort of is very relevant. Um, I have uh, not been vaccinated, so I'm not able to do a fair few things in Queensland now because we've had new rules and restrictions coming in. So this morning, I was a bit bummed. I was a bit, Meh, you know, it sucks, and I can't go to my coffee shop and order my coffee because they won't serve me and righty rah. And then I got to my car, so I went to the IGA, did some shopping, went to my car, and there's a beautiful big black feather next to my car. And if you find black feathers, sometimes people think, oh, black, oh, it's a bit, you know, oh, not good. Um, the black ones or the dark ones or like even grey um, are actually protective. So they're actually protective feathers, uh, the colour. So it's actually a really good one. So I found that black feather and I'm like, bing. So I took a photo and I put it in the uh, chat group with our mentorship group and uh, shared it with everyone because it is kind of looking at it from a different perspective. It gave me a different perspective. And then I bought some extra milk and I came home and now I can make my chais at home. I've got a really great little Audi uh, coffee maker um, capsule, you know, the little pods. So I've got a little Audi maker machine and uh, so I'm just going to make my own. It's going to save money. Um, I've got my milk and uh, I've got little pods. So good to go. So it's actually, you know, trying to spin that around and make it a bit of a positive thing. So um, the other great thing that has happened um, that I was talking to my friends about is because I do park run and I have a lot of social activities. I can't do trivia anymore because um, unless I do it in a park, I can't go to taverns. But um, I was chatting to the park run guys and they're just like, you know, we'll go and get takeaway. Um, we'll order whatever you need and we'll go to the park and we'll just hang out in the park instead. So that was really nice because I would have been probably the only one I think that is unvaxxed in the group. One lady only has one jab. She doesn't have both. But um, yeah, it's really cool. So um, yeah, I was really excited. I didn't want everyone to change their plans, but they volunteered. So I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, it's actually been really, really good, really positive transition. So we'll just uh, ride it out and see what happens. Beck, what's been going on with you, love? Oh my goodness. So just to catch up on my wildlife. Yes, you have your first resident, I think. I have my first resident. So I went out to go get all the food supplies and everything ready for when, when an animal came in. And the evening before, they had a raven come into care. And I was out there and, and uh, I, I saw him in the cage there and I said, oh, my gosh, look at him. Because, as you know, the crow's ravens are one of my spirit animals, mm -hmm. along with the owls and the eagle. Um, so I was just absolutely fascinated with this, with this, this 
bird that was there and and obviously really quite concerned about what had happened to him and um i was i was looking through the cage and i'm like well you can come home with me i'm ready for you <laughs> the girls in the office went oh maybe and i said oh that would be amazing that would be amazing so because it was anyway. being raining though have you you managed to get your cage up despite the rain because yeah, last so time we got, spoke we yeah it's been raining okay great so we, we got the cage up we um my brother popped in to say hello so i don't think i'll see him for another six months or so because he popped in i'm like perfect timing here hold this side of the cage while we do this <laughs> brilliant hi brother uh hold the cage yes Hi, brother. Chat to me while we're doing this. You have a job um, to do. That was really good. So we had a, an extra pair of hands, which was very, very helpful. Uh, so got all the branches and everything set up, got it all ready. Um, so then the girls from the office had to ring, um, I'm just going to say the boss lady of ACT Wildlife Bird Area. And she said, uh, she went outside, had a chat with her about different things and came in and she said, so, um, you can take Raven home. And I just looked at her. I'm like, what? Really? <laughs> really, really, really? And she's like, yes. I was like, oh, amazing. So um, his name, he was given a name by the vet, which was um, Darth Raven, Destroyer of Souls. Um, which is that is from Harry Potter? Uh, I think it's more like Darth Vader. from. Oh, I get it. I get it. That's so cool. <laughs> So he called him Darth Raven, Destroyer of Souls, because he is the sweetest, meekest, timidest little juvenile raven, Australian raven that you could ever come across. Um, so it's taken a few days to, he's, he's been putting on weight, which is beautiful. It's taken a few days to figure out exactly what's been going on with him because there wasn't any information on his injuries or, or anything as such. Um, so he has a uh, an injured ear, air sac, so that's just in their chest, and Ooh. he's got some inflammation in uh, under his wings. There, his wings aren't broken, which is good, but his legs are a bit sore. Um, the muscle that that joins them all. So um, he's on some painkillers at the moment and doing much much better. Right. Um, playing little games with him, hiding his food so that he learns to flip over things and go searching for his food. So. Apologies to everybody in Canberra when I release him. He's going to be searching through everything, trying to find, <laughs> find his dinner. <laughs> but trying to just survive out there. But he's absolutely gorgeous. And just this morning, he has been making all his crow, uh, raven noises. So he's pouring and calling. And, and, um, and he actually got up on his branch last night. He hasn't been able to get up on his branch, but he did get up there last oh, night. Oh, hooray. Very exciting. Darth Raven. Darth Raven. Darth Raven to the rescue. <laughs> does sound like a superhero. He does. He does. But he's just, I, I love that the vet's got this sense of humour. I've put a post up on um, on our page, Living and yep. Writing page. And on my I saw Instagram. that. Yeah, I liked it. And my Instagram. So that's good. Very exciting. Very, very exciting. What about you, Michelle? What have you done this week? I already talked about that, Rebecca. That was my unvaccination story. <laughs> I got straight into it. I just uh, flew in there like a Darth Raven. I flew in and uh, swooped in and uh, did it. Um, so we might get into the into the show. Um, so Before we're talking. We that, I... Yes. <laughs> I'm all over the shop. I'm oh, Lord. All over the shop. This is going to be fun, guys. Um, look, I just wanted to, I just pulled this card from the Radley Valentine Angel Wisdom Tarot. Um, and 
it's got I don't know if you can see that Michelle it's oh the wheel and if you can see the number just on the side there, 21 or 24 24 and this episode's airing on the 24th it sure is that's perfect so yeah um so I just wanted to say that this is the angel of motivation um Gabriel the archangel of motivation and action um so he's the, the picture on the on the card itself is Archangel Gabriel spinning the wheel to to send you on your next phase of your life. Um, so this is about you know um, leading up to this time in this period, sort of people um, like an interlude with the hermit uh, made it feel as if time was standing still, and then all of a sudden everything's progressing, everything's moving fast. Um, so it's indicative of change, luck and its astrological association is with the planet Jupiter. So this is about uh, synchronicities, signs from the angels, good fortune, and old blocks being lifted. Um, so with relationships and, you know, those sorts of things, which I thought was very important with Christmas coming yeah. up and family ties and all those blocks being listed, uh, lifted. Amazing. And, um, just about, you know, being relaxed and, and having the joy and just just being present. Love it. Great message and good message for today's show as well, because we are going to be talking a bit about presence and uh, what Christmas means to you. And we just thought this would be a nice one to do because, you know, I put up a post on my business page. I don't know whether you saw that, Beck, but um, yeah, I put up a post. Just I just felt to sort of say something around the along the lines of, um, you know, if you're sort of alone, you know, or you're aware of someone who's alone or they don't have anyone this Christmas to sort of chat to or whatever's going on, you know, just give someone a smile, you know, pay it forward, you know, shout someone a coffee, not me because I won't be able to go to coffee shops, but um, everyone else, everyone else. Um, but it's like, you know, just sparing a thought for those who are doing it tough because it's not an easy time for everybody. So, you know, that's why we wanted to sort of get on and, and have a chat about this today and, you know, maybe get some feedback about what you guys are or aren't doing. You know, holidays are still interesting, but the borders are open in parts so people can, you know, get in and see their families, um, which is good. So, you know, I just think it's something simple, you know, like a little smile or something like that, you know, to run up and hug people, which might be a bit weird. Um, but yeah, simple smiles and that sort of thing might change someone's life. But, um, you know, I think today I wanted to talk about, because, you know, for me growing up, like I remember the holidays and sort of going away with my family. And those are the memories that I really remember. I don't remember the presents. I don't remember the whatever was under the tree. We didn't, you know, my mum didn't work. So we didn't have, you know, loads of things anyway, or I didn't have loads of things. So, you know, it was more about sort of the family time, you know, camping, just getting away, you know, doing something a bit different, not being at school, I guess. So, you know, for me, that was what it was all about. And I feel like, you know, a lot of kids are like that, you know, that they'll remember those family times, you know, dinner around the table, listening to Christmas tunes, you know, seeing the cousins, you know, it really, for me, is all about um, that, you know, but as I said, not everyone has, you know, a lot of family around them or they may not be able to see them. So, you know, we've got to spare a thought for uh, all of those people as well. Definitely do. And I mean, Christmas is always very important. Um, for us here, every Christmas Eve, we, um, my nan, um, has Christmas Eve celebration. She'll go. She'll go out. She, I mean, she, she doesn't do the traditional turkey or ham or anything like that. So every Christmas, it's just like this massive order for the entire family at KFC wow. that we pre-order. Um, everybody gets what they 
you know, what they want to, to eat and, and what have you. So that's that's her tradition and it's happened for many, many years. And then um, we sort of sit there and, and the kids will all play, um, they'll all have different challenges or, or different things. So the, now that everyone's getting older, um, they all play bingo and have shots. Everybody has to set a timer on their phone uh, a, a random timer on their phone so whenever a timer goes off they'll all have a, a drink oh yeah, by, the, by the end of it all the adults are sort of very happy and, and wow and <laughs> but they do this while they're playing bingo too so there are cash prizes for bingo so it all gets put aside during the year and and you get um the bingo prizes or and there's bingo prizes on the um like little you can go and grab little it's like a buffet of prizes where you just go and grab something that's on there. It could be a candle, it could be uh, a bag of dog biscuits, it could be this, it could be that. Oh God! Potluck <laughs> prizes, and it's absolutely. Hopefully, we can tell the difference between dog biscuits and cumin biscuits at that point. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. <laughs> being under the influence well, and everything else. Being a family of avid animal lovers. Okay, good. All the, all the, all the pets are included as well. Not Wonderful. That they have pet partners or anything like that but they are included in the gifts and things as such so um and lots of donations to you know different charities at this time of year um, from family members as well which is, is really really good past years she's set challenges where you know there's a 150 dollar prize to to get um if you go through the challenges you have to you know eat um piece of liver or you have to do, you have to do that but you have to keep it down um, and this was just the sort of thing that was, you know, and the kids, because they were kids, they were um, not my kids, but like my cousins um, and our generation, um, they were all just like, yeah, I can do this. It's 150 bucks. It's money. It's 150 bucks. I can do this. I can do this. But it ended up in just stitches, like people with laughter and, and things like that. And um, Nan would always go out and buy a fresh pair of underwear that she would put over their head as a blindfold and then they'd have the piñata that they'd have to break. So the oh, my with gosh. Them on their head, spin them around and, and break the piñata and there'd be lollies and money and stuff like that. Wow, <laughs> this is so extravagant. So this is what Nan does. And it's all just little, you know, it's not nice little things, but this is what we um, sort of grew up with with Christmas, on Christmas Eve, and then um, the other side of the family would just, we would have our family gathering every every second year the family comes to Canberra and we all from Queensland or Perth or wherever they are and uh, we all get together but it's it's definitely so to me it's all about spending time and just making memories mm, yeah with, with those people you can't see all the time that's it um and it's um it, it is a beautiful time of year but it is quite difficult for a lot of people as well mm. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, a shout out to anyone out there over this Christmas period. I mean, our email will be open 24 7. Correct. I'll be monitoring it during the Christmas. So, yep. um, you know, even if you just want to say hi, have a quick email, um, we're, ha we're here for you. Reach out. Absolutely. Reach out. Well said, Beck. Um, and you did mention sort of a lot of face to face activities there, which is awesome because. You know, talking to some of, and I don't have kids, but talking to some of my friends, you know, from Parkrun and other sort of social groups, um, they're talking about, I guess, social media, online games, you know, all of this stuff, you know, the kids are addicted, we can't get them off and so on and so forth. And one thing that, you know, I didn't really have access to games or anything when I was growing up or nothing online, 
Um, some of my friends had, you know, Donkey Kong and stuff like that play, I don't know, Sony, was it Sony, the early sort of Sony, whatever it was, Sega, I think Sega was one of the early ones. Um, I didn't have any of that stuff. So, you know, our family played board games. And when I say our family, I was a family of three, like it was just me, my parents. So I'm a very small family. So quite different to Rebecca. Um, we didn't have, you know, uh, that many people around. So it would have been just me, you know, at Christmas time, sometimes going over to my uncle and auntie's house and, you know, seeing my cousins or whatever, but yeah, very, very small sort of group, but we would play board games and I love board games. And at Christmas, we'd also go to Caloundra, which is actually where I live now, which is funny. Um, back in the day, friends of ours, friends of the family actually owned a house in Caloundra. So we'd go and stay with them. They had a daughter and a son and we'd play board games with them and you know, and all that sort of stuff. So I really grew up playing board games. So my suggestion, I guess, um, you know, turning this around is that, you know, if your kids are all on their devices, because the thing with devices and it's, it's fine, you know, playing games, I'm not sitting here rubbishing games, but it's like, it is a very solo thing. You know, there's no real interaction. There's no, unless, you know, people say, oh, but you know, they're playing with other people online, but you can't see those people. Like it's not face to face. It's not the same really. I don't think. Um, no. so I feel like, you know, around the table, around the dining room table, everyone's got their, you know, board game or whatever. And there's interaction, there's laughter, you know, all of that sort of stuff. So I just feel like that's another way to, you know, get everyone sort of together and communicating because communication is really important. If you think about, you know, them growing up one day and having to go for job interviews and, you know, interacting with kids at school and stuff like that, you know, it is an important part of, um, life, you know, I think playing board games. And one recommendation I want to make with the board games is uh, 10 minute monopoly. I've got a copy of it myself and it's fabulous. And I'm going, I was thinking 10 minute monopoly. How does that work? It is so awesome. I tell you what, it gets the adrenals flowing. Like there's nothing going on. Like it's so crazy because you actually have a timer and the whole game has to be done in 10 minutes. So you're just like, throw the dice, roll, throw the dice, move, throw the dice, move, answer this, do that. La la la. Like it's so fun and hysterical. Like it's such a good game. So, you know, if you don't have a lot of time or the kids have got a short attention span, 10 minute monopoly, it'll win them over. It's awesome. That sounds like a lot of fun. Um, oh, it's so crazy. I love that they've done the research and realised how long, you know, mm. before people start getting frustrated and getting really competitive with the game. So they've just gone, right, we're going to do this whole thing in 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's actually funny because we usually play it like six times anyway. So it ends up taking about an hour. But, I mean, a real game of Monopoly, if there's quite a few people, I mean, that could take, you know, a couple of hours. So, Definitely. you know, you, you make it as long as you want to make it. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, 10 minute monopoly. I'm going to have a look at that. I'm going to look that one up. Uh, I agree with you, Michelle, with the, with the, um, you know, the technology and the way things sort of go there. I guess what I want to say, I'm the oldest of seven children. So I have six siblings. Um, Quite different in my family, but yeah, <laughs> um, very different. So it's, it's always been, um, you know, about family being together and, and supporting each other and, and what have you. Um, but with the technology, my my children, they've grown up in that. I think these days kids are born with sort of an iPad or, or a tablet or something like that or, or a Nintendo Switch or something now. It sort of comes with with, <laughs> with the territory these days. <laughs> That's right. So it, it does it's it's um very different. So when we go and play, you know, the Christmas games or we have conversations with with my cousins or with our cousins and aunts and uncles and and nan and what have you um it's all it is all focused around physical and and um personal interaction there's no there's no game like technology allowed awesome regard except for the timers that get set off 
Yes. Um, uh, and it is, it's like, so they had the bingo with the little balls that you, you roll the thing around. And oh, I love that. Yeah, my daughter, uh, my youngest daughter was was calling out the, the thing. She had a blast, so, you know, and my aunt was sitting there next to her and she's like, so that's 11, so we're going to say legs 11 or that's 7, you know. Like bingo, yeah, seven, proper bingo. The seven sisters or, you know, the seven C's or, or what have you. <laughs> um, and she was just having such a blast making up things to say with these bingo numbers, calling out the, you know. Uh, calling out the numbers which was which is great and then of course she gets a bit of pressure from everyone because they're all they get down to their last couple of numbers and they're all going um oh, I want this number I want this number I want this number so then she was having to hide them so that they weren't looking at the numbers ahead of it and that gave her a bit of responsibility and a bit of charge and control over that game too um for, for a nine-year-old um she had a blast she loved Absolute it blast. yep yep and you know wasn't interested in in doing that sort of technology and getting onto all of that because it was it was something different and it was like you know trying to explain to her this is this is what it was like for me growing up like with you michelle we mm. didn't have a lot of technology we didn't you know have this in our faces all the time and this wasn't you know like a i guess it's a life support system to a lot of people these days all the different technologies you can't go anywhere without your phone mm. whereas what upon a time we used to just get on our bike or go down the road and knock on the neighbor's door and ask if they that's were it and if you weren't home you weren't home that's it yeah, yeah. now you feel like you're on call yeah you are you're on call 24 mm. 7 but um so the interesting thing with that and the different different generations is you know if you weren't home you weren't home and people knew that but mm. chances are they knew where you'd be yeah correct yep so you kept track move on to yeah yeah, yep. people just yep. knew, knew what was going on and, and yeah. it was a lot more as opposed to today where it's just like, you know, you, you, you don't need to know where people are. Mm. Uh, you don't need to remember people's phone SMS. Numbers. You don't need to remember people's addresses. Correct. Any of that. And that part of the brain, the memory sort of side of it is, yeah. is, is being affected by that. Yep. Yeah, very true. So one of the recommendations, I guess, because I've made a couple, another recommendation or inspo that I wanted to recommend was, um, you know, set aside time to spend with family and friends last year. And because I'm self-employed last year, I didn't set aside time. I was just like, oh, well, you know, if I don't have bookings on a particular day, like I'll just, you know, have some time to myself. I ended up being fully booked all the way through Christmas. And I thought, like, I just, I wanted to see what it was like, you know, and I didn't even book out Christmas Eve. I ended up getting bookings on Christmas Eve. I did look at Christmas Day, um, but I, I got bookings on Christmas Eve and I thought, surely people won't book me on Christmas Eve. They got bookings on Boxing Day. I was literally fully booked. And so here I was, I was playing ball games with my friends for 10 minutes and then I'd have to race home and do readings. And it was like, it really sucked. So <laughs> I've actually blocked out two weeks, um, just over two weeks for myself, same time as what my husband's taking off, just so I can spend some quality time with family and friends and I don't have to rush off in the middle of it because it really, it was really not fun, you know, playing a ball game and then having to run out in the middle of it. So the other thing that I'll be doing a lot of is going out into public spaces. Um, so, you know, beaches, parks, you know, all of that sort of stuff, um, mainly because I'm not vaccinated. So I can't go to, you know, restaurants or cafes or any of that sort of place. Um, so, you know, but I am blocking out time and I feel like that's a really important part of respecting ourselves about giving ourselves some downtime, a bit of a break. Um, I do do a lot of healing and work with other people. So I feel like that's um, just something that I really need to do. Um, 
is to block out that time. So last year was a bit of an experiment. This time around, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Um, it's going to be busy because people are on holidays, you know? So they're like, oh, well, I'm on holidays. So, you know, that's when I'll go and get my reading now because during the year we're working, you know, we're always working. So, um, yeah, so that's what I'm doing this year. It's a little bit different um, and just a recommendation, I guess, for the person, um, the listener at home as well. Perfect, Michelle. That's a great recommendation for everyone just to sort of take that time. Don't get caught up with the stress and the, the expectations. Mm. Expectations that come yeah. at this time of year. Um, yep. And being present, grounding yourself, taking time for yourself, taking time for others. Um, and and just um, what I wanted to add to that is just having a little bit patient, a bit more patience with other people at this time yeah. of year because uh, there are a lot of people out there who don't um, necessarily have the ability to to understand other people's emotions and what they're going through. And and while I'm not asking people to go into details and find out what people are going through and and be that white knight, um, I think. The, the good thing to do is just have some a bit more patience. Maybe that could be everyone's gift this year to yeah, good to one. Strangers, um, it's a free gift to just have a little bit more patience and just understand that everybody is you know on their own journey and they're all going through different things at different times, and you know you don't have to get caught up in that. But mm. you know, just have some patience and. And like you said before, a smile can make the world of difference. Mm. Actually, something just popped into my head as well. We're um, going for a jog on Christmas Eve on the 24th, which is when this episode airs. Um, I'll actually be running 10 kilometres. So we go out with a group from Park Run. Some of them are Park Run, others from the Dark Run as another group. But um, yeah, we do a 10K run. We did it last year and people thought we were crazy, but we get up at six. Um, oh, sorry, we get there at six and start running at six because it's a bit cooler. Uh, so yeah, we do that on Christmas Eve. So maybe, you know, a bit of exercise because the thing is we do tend to eat or overeat on Christmas day. Um, me being a vegan, it's not so much of an issue, but a lot of people, um, do, you know, tend to eat overeat. Um, and I'm actually doing yoga and we're doing all seven chakras. So over the Christmas break, um, the girl that takes our yoga class that we normally do through live life, get active. She's, um, normally they're on holidays for the school holidays. Um, but we're actually going to do yoga all through the school holidays. Um, she was like, if you are all keen, I'll keep going. So we uh, headed to Chroma, Chroma, I can't pronounce it, Cremunda. It's a weird one. Cremunda Park at Karamundi. Um, and we headed there this morning. And I put a photo up on Instagram, on my Instagram page, Michelle Plaris. And um, it was so beautiful. We're under the pine trees. So lots of fairy energy, lots of, you know, um, elemental energy. It was on the water. It was so beautiful. And um, we did a lot of bringing the energy up into our root chakra. So we're starting at the root, working up to the crown. So we're doing it over around seven weeks. So that'll be really fun. Um, so, you know, little out, outdoor activities, different things that are going on, you know, take up the opportunity, you know, get out there and try something new is my last recommendation. Um, and I do have a client coming in a couple of minutes back. So I'm going to just wrap it up here if you're, you're all good with that. Absolutely. <laughs> so we're talking Merry in the next... Happy yes. holidays to everybody listening. Happy holidays. Absolutely. And uh, as Beck said, we're on call. So if you want to message us on our email or anything like that, we will be checking. And um, if you're just feeling happy, sad, whatever it is, um, want to give us some feedback, whatever it is, um, get in touch, livingenlightened33 at gmail.com. And next episode, Beck, we're going to be talking about New Year Fresh Start. So it's pretty relevant, you know, to the season and, you know, the timing of these episodes that are coming out. So I guess we're looking ahead, 2022. And we're pretty optimistic, you know, I think we're optimistic heading into 2021 and it was almost like an invisible year. Like a lot of people are saying, two years, COVID, two years, COVID. And I'm going, what do you mean two years? It's one year. Isn't it one year? And they're like, no, 2020, 2021. And it's like, what? 
what? We had another year? What? Like everyone's been feeling like it's this invisible year, like it didn't happen or something. It's so strange. But like I think everyone's, yeah, kind of on the same page with us. So with 2022, um, I've got a lot of people coming to me asking about, Michelle, you know, 2022, what's it look like and what's going to happen and rah, rah. And, you know, I feel like hopefully it's going to be a bit more, um, you know, positive maybe for a lot of people or, you know, things are going to start to tick along a little bit, get back to normal. Maybe we can do some more expos, you know. I only got to do one expo this year. So, yeah, that'll be next episode. That'll be next episode. Lovely, lovely, lovely. I just wanted to say too that um, if you weren't able to email us, um, you can certainly leave comments on our Living Enlightened Michelle and Beth on Facey. On Facey. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Yay. Definitely. All right. Well, Merry Christmas, Rebecca. Merry Christmas, Michelle. Enjoy your uh, bingo and uh, everything else that you do with uh, your kids <laughs> or board games or whatever you do with your kids this yeah. year. As long and... as there's money, they're, they're, they're in for it. Oh yeah, right. All right. We're gonna we're gonna bribe. We're gonna do some bribery here. And it's been wonderful. You know, we're into today's episode 10, 11, 11, Rebecca. Legs eleven. Legs episode 11. eleven. Can you believe it? Can you believe it? Um, episode eleven. So it's been great. And um, you know, I feel like we're really finding our strides and getting some wonderful feedback. So keep it coming. You know, we really enjoy that. And um, yeah, as Rebecca said, Facebook or um, emails, um, definitely get in touch and let us know what's going on with you and if you want us to cover a particular topic you think there's something interesting we should be talking about then um give us a buzz let us know what it is oh my gosh i was just about to say michelle if you have any topics that you want us to talk oh, about look at us it started at the beginning of the show because what i was it did it did and what i was actually going to say is if people want to send through a, a comment or a sentence or yeah. a paragraph on on something that's been happening in their lives at the moment uh, we could probably match that up with the synchronicities going on with other people and mm-hmm. make a, a podcast on that, read out Absolutely. those. And um, we could probably do that as well. Absolutely. All the synchronicities. Love it. Cool. Yay. Cool. Thanks, Beck. Merry Christmas. Have a beautiful day. Merry Christmas. <laughs> you, got your little, you got your parcel, did you? I got your parcel. I got your parcel and you will have a parcel from me hopefully at some stage as well I mailed it this week as well (laughs) (laughs) all right love lots of love to everyone bye